Your Money, Your Life, Controlled by You, podcast, with your hosts Ashley Goins and Jackie Hendricks. Are you tired of feeling like you're losing control? We will use our knowledge and our experience to help you gain confidence in your ability to create a secure financial future and live the life that you desire. Hello, and welcome to Your Money, Your Life, Controlled by You podcast. I'm your host today, Jackie Hendricks, and Ashley will be joining us next week. Today is a bonus session, a bonus episode, and we're going to review where you are. When we first started off the podcast, we were talking about getting your financial house in order, setting goals. We're about a month in, so you guys need to look at where you are, where you want to be, and review what you've accomplished. If it's not where you want to be, start over, work on it, get to where you want to be with your finances. Today, we're also going to be talking about the keys to turning around the negative mindset you might have towards money. All a mindset is, is a set of beliefs that you have formed from your personal experience, your family's attitudes towards money, beliefs, and environmental influences. These all add to our perceptions about what has happened and what will happen. It is how we think and feel about the world. It is fundamental to what makes us who we are and how we perceive and act as to what is going on in our lives. You've probably heard the terms abundant mindset, scarcity mindset, negative mindset, positive mindset, in conjunction as to how we look at money. If we go back in time to one of the oldest books we know, there is a saying that says, as a man thinketh, so he is. It is talking about our mindset, where we are and where we want to be. Now, the great thing about our mindset is it is something that we can change. So if we are thinking we are not good enough, I don't see how I can do this, I don't know enough, well, as you guessed it, that's pretty much a negative mindset. What we need to do is change that because having a mindset like that, things are not going to happen. We tend to have a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if we're thinking, mm, this isn't going to work, guess what? It's not going to work. It is a limiting mindset. Usually with that, things do not get done. Now, let's look at a negative mindset towards money. In my research for doing this episode, I came across a lot of different ideas of what some people would consider a negative mindset towards money. I'm just going to give you five basic points if they pertain to you, they pertain. If they don't, they don't. Believe me, there are other ones out there that more than likely will. What I would like you to do is just listen. And if these don't necessarily pertain to you, look into yourself and see if there is something that is acting as a mental block or how you are being negative about the way you say things, do things, and feel like things are going to happen or what the outcome might be. If you don't think it's going to happen, again, a negative mindset 
It's not going to happen. It is an accumulative process, how we get these thoughts and feelings about money. So I kind of picked the most popular five that I've heard in my life and with the people I've dealt with. So I'm going to share them with you. Our attitudes are closely related to how we were raised. When my mom and dad would pay bills, they would arm themselves with pens, papers, computers, use the calculator. Those were their weapons. They would fortify themselves with their magic elixir, which was a cup of coffee. And for some odd reason, I feel like there should be some dramatic music here. So just bear with me. It was like some great secret. Never be discussed until the bill beast came to be slayed again the next month. Money wasn't discussed openly in our family. It was like a big taboo. It was rather hush-hush and secretive, as you guys can tell. If you're unsure or have a scarcity mindset towards money, even those things that were never spoken about in front of us, we still brought that with us. They were still passed down and conveyed to the children. So my best advice here is if you do have a scarcity mindset, if you have a limiting mindset, don't dump the financial burdens you have and your negative thoughts on your children. Don't bemoan what is lacking in your life. When the time is right, educate your kids about money and finances, teaching them and yourself to cultivate a proper mindset towards money. Sometimes this is all a matter of just turning a key. We don't have to make these gargantuan changes. All it takes is a little change. That's the way we change our perspective. It's not going and looking at something from the mountaintop or the valley to get a different perspective. Sometimes all it takes is an incremental change, just a little shift, like a turning of a key to make that change in our life. So pay attention to when and how you speak and how it's being conveyed to others. You know, thoughts about how we deal with money. I don't make enough. I don't have much. You need money to make money. You need to be rich in order to make it. And none of these things are true. Actually, they're very negative and limiting thoughts. You can't see past your current situation and look into the possibilities of your future. And that's what we want you to do is start making those small shifts so you can see the possibilities. Much of the time, these things are learned, you know, from our families, from our environment, and the way we were raised. Number two, here's one I hear a lot. Money is the root of all evil. Well, again, if you look back into the saying, the real saying is, it is the love of money that is the root of all evil. And that really changes the meaning. What is the love of money? It is more like greed, that you have to have that money. And that's the only thing you really care about. Think about this. Money is a medium of exchange with a given value. Money is just basically a piece of paper. Money is just a tool. It is given a specific value and used to buy goods and services. Other than that, it is just that plain piece of paper, like I said. It is neither good nor evil. 
The biggest difference here is what you decide to do with that money. Are you going to use it for good? Help support a charity, a school, a program that you really feel passionate about? Or you could use it for evil so that it doesn't help or benefit anybody. Number three, we have emotional spending. Look at the way you're spending. Understand why you're spending the way you are. Yeah, sure. Sometimes it makes you feel really good to spend that money. But if it's been marked for something else, then in the long run, you're not feeling that great, especially when it comes to spending money. Are we buying this item because one, we absolutely need it. Two, that it is within our budget and our means. Three, are we just buying it because we want to spend money and we feel like I've worked hard. I need to really look at it and see if it is practical purchase. What we were just talking about really dovetails into the worship of money, which is our number four. Some believe that worshiping money will solve all your problems. Money will give you the outcomes you desire. The belief is that having more money will make life better, garner a greater level of success and fulfillment needs and desires. Money will not do that. Only you can do that by using money in a positive way. Another way that I see a lot of women looking at things, and it tends to be more women than men, is I'm not worthy of this. I don't deserve this. We tend to feel like we're being selfish or greedy when you want money. And that can be the farthest thing from the truth. Now, we're not talking about the greed, but just having a good amount to help preserve our lifestyle meet our needs and meet the needs of our family and our loved ones. That's important. But you've got to learn how to use money as a tool and not be used by your emotions or let it get out of control, unmanaged, and then control your life. Number five is do not compare. And we've been told that all our lives, if we start comparing What we have or don't have to someone else, which is more or less the negative mindset, is I don't have, somebody else has this, somebody else is doing that with their money. That is a bad way to go. I'm going to say this, put your blinders on, don't look to the left, don't look to the right, look at yourself, what you're doing and how you're going to accomplish things. That is the best way to conquer this particular mindset. Don't look at the haves, the have-nots, or I wish I had. Wishing doesn't make it so, and all that glitters is not gold. Look for ways that this is going to work in your life, changing your mindset. Just don't compare. So let's look at five ways that we can turn that key to help us have more of an abundance mindset rather than a scarcity mindset. It is a matter of perspective, making little changes in your daily life through your thoughts and your habits. First of all, you want to set your own standards. Don't try to live by someone else's standards. Don't compare again, but set your own standards, your vision of what an abundant life will be and know why it is important to you. Second thing is to have a plan a plan of action to follow. Start off simple and build it up. 
each day if you have to, or each month. Just build it slowly, create that foundation, and then you can build up and as far as you want to go. Evaluate where you are, how you're thinking on a regular basis. Another thing to do is have the gratitude attitude. At the end of each day, write down and think about what you're thankful for, which also goes with the one above, is create a success journal. A lot of times we get so caught up in the days in and outs, we forget to think about what we have actually accomplished. Now, be realistic. It might be something as simple as, hey, I just got out of bed today or I paid this bill. That's fantastic. That is a success. The success journal should focus on what you've done and what you've done well. Write it down and review them daily, again, with your attitude of gratitude. I would recommend is when you're thinking, and you've got to be conscious about this, you've got to make a concerted effort to make the adjustments that you're going to need to change your thinking. Again, a small movement. So think about how you say things and how you really feel about them and the feelings behind it. Turn that can't into a can or there's no way I can make a lot of money or do this budget. Take it one day at a time, like we said in the beginning here, and do it in small increments. If you're starting a budget and it's only just I'm paying this bill on time, then just start off with that bill. Think about what you're saying and the feelings behind it. Turn the I can'ts into I can'ts. Or this is going to be a big problem to how am I going to solve this problem? Much of the time, our thinking is on autopilot. We do these things without even realizing it. So that's why we have to consciously rewrite that old script that continues to run in the background, that old video, the old lines, whatever you want to call it, but they become unconscious habits. So we need to think about ways we can rewrite them. And that's using different words. So when you realize that, hey, when someone offers you an opportunity or financially about money, well, I'll never make enough money. Turn that around and think about you know, I might not be making enough money now, but how can I make money to make this a possibility to create this future, to be able to help people like I want to, whatever you desire, but you're going to have to make a concerted effort to make this change. We need to recognize that when it, it starts to happen and turn off those old recordings, you have to consciously say, wait a minute, I'm not going to say it that way. I am going to change that negative into a positive. It takes effort, but it's really not that hard to do. You just have to be aware when you're thinking these negative thoughts, whether it's about money or anything else, to be honest, how can I turn this around and make it a positive? You need to be flexible, give yourself some grace, and educate yourself. Be sure to join us next week when we are going over whole life. That's all I have for today. Thank you for joining me. Be sure and share this with all your friends and anybody that you know might be able to benefit from this podcast. Remember, you can find us on any of your favorite podcast platforms as well as YouTube. 
And you can also find us on Facebook and join our Facebook group, which is called Your Money, Your Life, Controlled by You. And then you can also find us on our website, ymylpodcast.com. My name is Jackie Hendricks. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week.